0: It is Sunday, June 21st, 2020. This is U62 the Targ. Let's do this. As we say in the radio business, if you put that on the radio, people will listen to it. All right, here it comes. Anyone who isn't dead or from another plane of existence would do well to cover their ears right about now. Why, what a little tiny microchip deep inside something like- broadcasting to the world through the miracle of the internet. Ladies and gentlemen, this is U62, The Tard. Now your host, a man with a lifelong dream of getting paid to do this, Mark Pappas. On this week's show, I went to Jasper with my parents, so I tell you all about it. It's episode 10.10, How I Spent My June Vacation. So sit back, relax, grab yourself some warm root beer and a towel that's oh so fluffy. U62 The Targ, you're in for something special. Enjoy the show. Good afternoon ladies and gentlemen, Mark Campus is here and welcome to this week's episode of The Targ. I am back after a much needed break. Of course, you didn't notice the break last week because I was smart enough to record a podcast in advance. Uh, But no, last week uh, my parents said, hey, you know what, son? Uh, The campgrounds are starting to reopen. We're loading up the RV and heading out to Jasper National Park. You want to come? And I said, sure, why not? So I spent most of last week in a trailer with my parents just outside Jasper. See, the uh, when we went, the campgrounds in Jasper National Park weren't open yet. So we wound up staying at a campground called Wild Horse Lakes. It's like the last provincial park you pass before you get into Jasper National Park. It's right there between Hinton and the Jasper Park border. We used to go camping at that campground quite a bit when I was a kid, uh, but we stopped going when I was about six or seven years old, Uh, probably because in order to get into it, it's one real rough old oil patch road to get in. Either that or my dad always told stories about a kid who drowned in the lake and he woke up one morning to find police boats dredging the lake looking for the body. So I think that story just one too many times eventually scared all us kids. But no, it was a beautiful campground. I had very fuzzy memories of it when I was a kid. So I was like, I think it used to be like this. I think it used to be like that. So it was really nice revisiting those memories. Then, of course, we went into Jasper National Park. A little bit frustrating because there's still... I would say things are about half open, not quite yet because of COVID-19, but there's still lots of free stuff you can do outside, you know, did all the waterfalls, did Sunwapta Falls, did Athabasca Falls, did Moline Canyon, there's about a half a dozen waterfalls up there, so that was really nice and then on top of that uh, we did the town of Jasper, saw some of the gift shops, I like browsing, but after a while when you're browsing gift shops, it gets a little boring because it's nothing but, oh look, it's the same t-shirts that they were selling at the other gift shop woohoo and then after that we got some kfc we went up to pyramid lake had a little picnic then we went up to medicine lake hadn't been up to medicine lake in ages if you're going up to maline lake in jasper Medicine Lake is like the halfway point. It's very unique in that it sits on top of a network of underground caverns. So because of that, the lake drains itself just about every fall as the water all drains out through those underground caverns. Very beautiful place. And so yeah, that was pretty much my trip to Jasper. I'll probably get a little more in-depth about some of the more unique things later in the show. Everything's better with Mark Tappas. Crime has gone down. Product Activity is up, and ratings for Doctor Who are through the roof. The Targ. Actually, I was able to treat myself to a special treat while I was in Jasper. I finally had a beaver tail. Whenever people talk about Canadian cuisine or Canadian foods, beaver tails are always near the top of the list, but I I have never had one. Uh, one of my coworkers was from Ontario, and he was amazed when I said I never had one. So I looked it up, and in Ontario, especially in all the tourist hot spots like Niagara Falls or in and around the CN Tower, there's like beaver tail stands on every corner. But out here in Western Canada, I think I've only ever seen them, you know, like the food trucks at like K-Day's. So if you're like me, a Canadian who's never had this quintessentially Canadian food, a beaver tail is essentially a big, flat pastry. Looks like a beaver tail, hence the name. So when we were in Jasper, driving out there, we saw the billboard out by Hinton, Jasper now has beaver tails. And when me and the folks were doing the town of Jasper, we passed by the beaver tail shop and and we were like, you know what, let's finally have one. So we ordered two and decided to split them. Uh, We had the original, which is topped with cinnamon and sugar, and we had one that they called the Avalanche, which is topped with pieces of score chocolate bars. So they were very, very good. First up, the original. It tasted a lot like a mini donut. That would be my best description of a beaver tail. It's like a giant mini donut that's been pounded flat. So, yeah, the original was really, really good. And then the Avalanche, that was all kinds of chocolatey goodness. So, yeah. I would love to go back because they had all kinds of flavors like that. I was a big fan of Nutella long before the internet discovered it, so they got one that's topped with Nutella. Uh, There's a super chocolatey one that's topped with Nutella and Reese's Pieces, and if you're one of those nerds for breakfast cereals, they even have one now that's topped with Lucky Charms. So I'm hoping I can get back to Jasper once again and maybe have another Beaver Tail. They really are playing up the Canadian cuisine. They're really in touristy locations. When I got home, I was Googling where they all are in Alberta and they're definitely in that main tourist traffic corridor between Calgary and Banff. You know, you'd think with a tourist hotspot like West Edmonton Mall, there'd be one in the mall. There's my super, my super awesome business idea. Get a beaver tail franchise for West Edmonton Mall. You're listening to Mark Kappas. It's clear to all of you that I am awesome. On U62, the Targ. Normally this is where I do the streaming report, but there is no streaming report this week because I had no TV out in the bush, so I wasn't streaming anything. In fact, I gotta be very careful whenever I go camping with my parents like that. That's really when I burn through my data plan and not just like binge-watching stuff on my phone, just keeping up with the news and what's on Facebook. So, yeah, normally about three days in the bush I get the text, You have exceeded your data plan. Please reply yes to get a one-time top-up. So I think next time I go to the bush with my parents, I'll be smart, I'll call ahead to tell us, and I'll have the extra data put on my phone right away. But anyways, when you are in a place like Jasper, of course you burn through your data plan because you're posting so many photos and uploading them to Facebook and Instagram right away. And the trick is, when you've been going to Jasper ever since you were a kid, like I was, it's always looking for the new stuff to photograph. And I did find a few spots. Uh, Like my parents, when they went through Jasper a couple years ago, they were telling me that they really built up Jasper House, so they wanted to show me that. Originally, Jasper House was just one of those roadside pullouts where they had a little plaque with historical interest. Uh, What Jasper House is special is that was the original site of Jasper, and back in those days, it was just like three log cabins where people would get their supplies before going deeper into the Rockies. And it was just the plaque at the side of the road telling you about all that. But apparently in the past couple of years, they've really built it up. They now have a little bit of a path back into the bush... And at the end of that path is a little watchtower you can climb up and look across the Athabasca River to where Jasper House actually was. It was a beautiful little walk. It's right down on the banks of the Athabasca River. And of course in Jasper, the Athabasca River is that lovely glacial green. It was just an absolutely beautiful sight. I highly recommend you check it out. And of course had to go to the old favorite roadside turnouts as well. This is one of my dad's favorite spots in Jasper. He almost insisted we had to stop at it when we were driving by. So when you're heading westbound on the Yellowhead Highway, right before you cross the Athabasca River, you will start smelling rotten eggs. A whole bunch of rotten eggs. So you pull out at that roadside pullout and you will find the Sulphur Spring. It is an authentic Rocky Mountain Spring, fresh spring water bubbling out from the mountain. It is cool, it is clear, it is refreshing, but it reeks so much because the spring runs through a Sulphur deposit. It is rich in sulfur, thus causing that rotten egg smell. It is absolutely wonderful to drink. It is perfectly healthy. It is fine. But because of that high sulfur concentration, you will have some pretty rancid farts for the rest of the day. So that was always one of Dad's favorite pranks when we were kids growing up. Hey, let's go have a sip of the sulfur spring. And it would be a very uncomfortable car ride for the rest of the day. You're listening to Mark Kappas. That young man fills me with hope and some other emotions that are weird and deeply confusing me. On U62, The Targ. Alberta's legendary party band, The Emeralds, here on U62 The Tar. Good afternoon, Mark Kappas here. My dad loves The Emeralds, and whenever we were camping in the mountains when we were kids, that's what he would crank up on the car stereo. So guess what I was listening to for most of last week. But as much fun as I had in Jasper, there's always stuff in Jasper that I want to do that I haven't done in ages that I hope for another opportunity to do. When I was a kid, we used to always go on this hike called the Valley of the Five Lakes. I think you can figure out what you see based on that name. It's a valley with five lakes in it. When I was a kid, it's 5K length used to be so overwhelming, but you know what? That's pretty much what I do every day now in order to stay healthy, so I would love to go back and do that hike someday. It's been years since I've been up the Jasper Sky Tram. You know, I was doing the math while driving around Jasper with my folks. I think the last time I went up was 15 years ago. It is open now, and I was trying to put the touch on my parents, too. Uh, maybe we should go up. But, you know, I looked up at the Whistlers, the mountain that it goes up, and there's still a lot of snow up there, so I don't think I was quite dressed for it. And, of course, there's crazy stuff that I'd like to do in Jasper as well. They have so many wonderful Roadside picnic sites, day use campgrounds, but I've never stopped at any of them. I always just blow by them. So here's what I'd like to do someday I'd like to load up my vehicle. With a picnic buffet, all kinds of picnic foods, sandwiches, fried chicken, salads, you name it, just hit the road, stop at as many of these roadside picnic sites as I can, have a quick little picnic, and then move off to the next one. Might even bring along the Coleman stove to grill up a grilled cheese sandwich, you know, if I ever want something hot and fresh along the way. What I really want to do, it though, is I want to go down Highway 93A, the Wabasso Road, while I do that. There's so many beautiful ones there, and you end at the mother of all picnic sites at the Basketfall. So who knows? Maybe someday I'll be able to do that in Jasper. Anyway, that'll about do it for this week's episode. Uh, Once again, thanks for tuning in. You can subscribe to the podcast in so many ways. I'm on Google Play now, so go subscribe in Google Play. There was a bit of a technical glitch in getting it on Google Play, so you'll only find, like, the last three episodes on Google Play. But still, subscribe. And as always, on Spotify, we're on Apple Podcasts, and as always, my personal website, chaosinabox.com. I'm Mark Cap as this has been the Targ. I'll see you next week. And this brings us to the end of another exciting episode of the Targ. Don't forget you can download a new episode of the Targ every week at chaosinabox.com. The Targ is written and produced by Mark Kappas under the watchful eye of 42 Star Wars action figures. The Targ is a Chaos in a Box production. A good ride while it lasted. Come on, kids. Let's go home. We are home. That was fast.